Hey kids, welcome back to another episode of the Gosford PC Kids Cast. This is Ash. And this is James. And you won't believe it, but it's great to be here with you. I'm wondering when there's going to be a week where you're not feeling great to be here. Uh, don't know. That's going to happen. It's always great to be here with these kids <laughs> listening and talking about Jesus together. Be here with you, Ash. It's, it's fantastic, the whole thing. It is pretty awesome. So, James, this week I want to ask you the question, what is the worst injury or illness you've ever had? Ugh, yeah. Okay, so... I've lived long enough now to have had a few, but I think the worst one was I was playing American football and I am not the biggest guy. Some people really? have noticed this and choose <laughs> to comment on this from time to time, but I uh, made a reception. I caught the ball and turned and in the time that it took me for, uh, to me to catch the ball and then turn around, uh, it gave just enough guy- time for a much bigger guy to line me up and drive his helmet right into my shoulder, uh, which separated the shoulder joint. <gasps> and I had a golf ball sized lump on my shoulder from Ew. the swelling and <laughs> needed uh, surgery to have a screw put in to tie my um, joint back together. Oh my so, gosh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that, was, that was fairly full on, that one. Yeah, took oh. a little while to get back. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so when I was 14, I think, uh, I tore what's called the plantar fascia. Mm. Uh, so that is the, I believe it's a tendon or maybe it's a ligament that runs along the arch of your foot. Mm. So um, I did like a full tear, which is not particularly common, especially for someone as young as I was. Um, And so basically I was like just running really hard um, barefoot on wooden floorboards and I stopped really suddenly and I just felt this shooting pain go on my foot, like as if someone had a knife and it just like I'd stepped on a knife. Um, And that was a year and a half recovery um, <laughs> and because I was stupid and kept playing netball on it when I was told to stop um, but were you stupid or just determined and courageous I mean I would like to say determined and courageous but considering that I still get pain in it from time to time now stupid look there's a price to pay <laughs> with correct courage all right just yep. no that, that does sound uh, legit <laughs> Uh, And so that kind of leads us into the topic for this week because we are going to see some more uh, stories where Jesus is healing people, uh, but he's healing them not only physically, but also spiritually. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting one. And it it kind of points towards the bigger thing that Jesus has come to do. But uh, like I said, more to that when we get into the passage. This week's passage is Luke chapter 6, verses 17 to 19. Only a very short passage, but there is lots and lots that we can get out of this. If you like, draw a picture of the story as you hear it. And as always, you can send us a photo of your picture through the Facebook parents page or through an email to us. We would love to see it. So let's read together Luke chapter 6, verses 17 to 19. Jesus and his apostles went down from the mountain and came to some flat level ground. Many other disciples were there to meet him. Large crowds of people from all over Judea, Jerusalem and the coastal cities of Tyre and Sidon were there too. These people had come to listen to Jesus and to be healed of their diseases. All who were troubled by evil spirits were also healed. 
everyone was trying to touch Jesus because power was going out from him and healing them all. Thank you, Ash. Great passage, that one. And there are some good things for us to dive into. So what did you notice first up as you were reading through it? I thought it was really amazing to see uh, how far some of these people were traveling to come and see Jesus. So it tells us a couple of things, right? It tells us that, first of all, news of Jesus's power is spreading. Uh, but it also just shows the amount of faith that they had to travel all this way um, because they genuinely believed that Jesus could physically heal them. So if we look at verse 18, it says these people had come to listen to Jesus and be healed of their diseases. And you don't travel all that way if you're not confident that that person is going to do the job for you. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, Tyre and Sidon, for example, were not that close by. You would have had to travel a few days probably to get to this point so that you could actually see Jesus if you're walking and that sort of thing. So they were committed to coming and getting their healing. Yeah, that's amazing. What did you get from the passage? Yeah, so I thought it's really interesting how, again, verse 18, it says that Jesus healed them of their diseases, but it also says that all who are troubled troubled by evil spirits were also healed. So Jesus is healing people's bodies and he's also healing them spiritually. And that makes me think about how when Jesus returns, he's promised us that he's going to give us new bodies to go along with the new hearts that he gives to everybody who believes in Jesus. So the Bible teaches us that when we believe in Jesus, that we are a new creation, that we're given a new heart. That's one of the promises from the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, we're told that that's fulfilled when we believe in Jesus. We're given this this new spirit, which is awesome. But we're also promised that when Jesus comes back, we're going to get new bodies. And get this, they're never going to get sick. They're never going to get injured. I could take a thousand tackles from that dude. And you know what? Even my small stature, I'll be fine. Okay. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I think that when what we see here is Jesus maybe giving us a picture of the even better healing that we're going to get when he comes back. So obviously, uh, like you said, people are coming to him in faith. They're, they believe that he's got power, but they don't yet really understand the fullness of who he is. They don't yet really grasp that he's definitely. the son of God, the savior. They definitely don't know about his death and his resurrection, all those sorts of things. That's still to come at this point in the story. But for those of us who are Christian now, We can look at what it says here in verse 19, how everyone was trying to touch Jesus. And we can be encouraged that even though Jesus isn't physically here with us, when we believe in him, just like when they touched him, it's like they were joined to him. Same for us. When we believe in Jesus, we are joined to him. And through being united to him, being connected to him, uh, our spirits become new. We're given new hearts right now. And one day when Jesus comes back, we're going to get new bodies that will never get sick and never uh, get hurt and will last forever. So that is something we can get really excited about. I'm totally going to play that guy again. With my new body. Not yet, in the new creation. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, he could probably still take me now. But that's cool, we'll get there. Okay, kids, it is now time for our special guest of the week. This week's special guest is going to be revealed to you very, very shortly, but I want to give you some clues and see if you can guess who it might be. James, you also don't know who the special guest is, do you? No, I do not. No, perfect. So I'm going to see if you can guess as well. Listening carefully. So this person, uh, sometimes they wear glasses. 
They are a musician. Uh-huh. And they also are very, very tall. Ooh. Ooh. Um, it's someone from church. Oh, okay. I was going to guess Dave Grohl from uh, the Foo Fighters, but they don't go to church <laughs> with us. Uh, I did call him, but he was busy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, man, tall. Wait, okay. I actually do think I know who this is now because he is totally awesome and leads our youth music team as well. So I'm going to go with our man, Mr. James Trithui. James Snam? Yes. You are correct. Yes. Hey, James, how are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. So I would love to know a little bit about what it is that you do during the week. Well, uh, so what I do during the week normally is I go to university of a Monday. I'm studying uh, a Bachelor of Nursing, so I'm becoming a nurse. Uh, then I don't really do much throughout the rest of the week. And then on Friday nights, I uh, go to youth group and lead the youth band there, which is awesome. And then on Saturdays, I go to church. Awesome. So what made you decide to become a nurse? Uh, so as many of you know, uh, my dad is a doctor and so I wanted to follow in his footsteps, but, uh, as I was going through school, I didn't quite get the marks for it. Uh, so the next best thing that I could come up with was being a nurse. Uh, and so I am now studying at the university of Newcastle and it's going really well. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, wanted to just show, uh, my spirituality, uh, by loving people like Jesus loves me. I think that's very important to me as a person. And I uh, also wanted to help people in their time of need, you know, and I wanted to bring a smile to their face and uh, what better way to do that than being a nurse. Yeah, absolutely. I think being uh, in a health field is a great opportunity where we can show um, Christ's love to other people by serving them and meeting their needs. Uh, yeah. and and so on top of that, um, as a Christian, how does that influence the way that you interact with your patients? Uh, well, for me, uh, I think some, for some people out in the field, uh, it's more of a job, like uh, caring for people and stuff. But uh, I would like to think that in my practice, uh, it's not a job, but it's lo like just loving people and uh, having the ability to love people like Jesus loved us uh, in the exact same sort of circumstances. Uh, there's quite a few uh, passages in the Bible where Jesus just goes along and he just heals people and makes them feel better in their time of need uh, because he loves them. And I really wanted to embrace that uh, in my practice as a nurse. So, uh, yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic. Well, uh, we look forward to seeing you graduate soon and, and be in the workplace as a full-time nurse. And I think many people will be blessed by the opportunity to be loved and served by you. Thanks so much, James. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Ash. Have a good one. Thanks so much, James. It's always awesome to have a chat with you. What a cool guy. JT! Yeah. <laughs> It's now time for our question of the week. And this week's question comes from Zach. Now, Zach is in year seven at high school. So he's a little bit older than some of you, but he has been a dedicated listener to this podcast for a while now. And we are so excited to answer his question today. So uh, let's have a listen to what he wants to know. 
All right, so he sent this to me in an email, and his question is, at what stage of Moses' life did he write Genesis? So was it before or after the Israelites escaped the wrath of Pharaoh? Wow. This is such a good question. And Zach, I don't know if you know this, but when James read your email, he was legitimately blown away and had to stop and think about it for a moment. It's true. It got me thinking. And I think uh, for you younger kids, I'm going to explain a few things so that you guys know what's going on. Because Zach being in year seven, smart guy that he is, has put together a few things here that we need to explain. So the book of Genesis is the first book in the Bible. And it is the first part of the first five books of the Bible, which is sometimes called the Torah. And these five books that start the Bible are normally thought to have been written by Moses, who we learn about in the book of Exodus. Now, we know this because this is traditionally what people have thought, but we also know that some people must have taken the things that Moses wrote and sort of put them together because there's some things in these books like, you know, Moses died and we don't think Moses could have written that himself. So somebody else must have <laughs> put that bit in there at least. Yeah. But we do think that he, that he is the, the one who uh, wrote most of it together for us. And so Zach is asking, did he, Moses write those books of the Bible before or after the Israelites escaped from Egypt, which is the story that we learn about in the book of Exodus. And in all likelihood, he would have written it after they had escaped because it's really just before Moses leads God's people out of Egypt that Moses comes to really mm. know God. Yeah. So he was always part of God's people. He was always a Hebrew, but he actually grew up in Pharaoh's household as an Egyptian. And then he had to run away from Pharaoh's house because when he was trying to stop an Egyptian from hurting uh, a Hebrew person like himself, he actually killed him. And then he had to run away to avoid being punished for that. And so that's when he goes off in the wilderness and he talks to God in the burning bush. And the, some of you would have known that story from your kids' Bibles and that sort of thing. And so it's much more likely that after he goes back to Egypt and then leads God's people out of Exodus with the whole thing with the, um, the 10 plagues and that whole story there, uh, that, you know, he was pretty busy, I think, with that. Had a lot on his plate. A lot on his plate. Yeah. Don't know if he was having a lot of writing time. Yeah. Uh, I, I try to get some writing done from time to time. Don't, you know, it's hard to squeeze it in when you've got big projects like the Exodus uh, going on. So, Zach, I'm pretty sure that he would have written that after they had left Egypt possibly when they were wandering around in the desert uh, for 40 years, that would have given him some time. Plenty of time. Yeah, plenty of time. We're just wandering around in circles there. So that's the, uh, I think that's very likely. So the Bible doesn't actually tell us exactly when he wrote it, but that I think is a pretty good guess uh, from looking at the information that we do have in the Bible that it would have been afterwards. And it, it, it's good to think about uh, when people wrote books in the Bible. So we have an understanding about when it happened and how it's historically accurate. Now, even though when we read the book of Genesis, we see that Moses was talking about things that happened thousands of years before he lived. And so we still think that God would have been giving Moses things to write down uh, and to telling him, telling him about what had happened. And maybe he'd had stories passed down to him from his parents and their parents and going all the way back to Adam and Eve. But pretty confident that on this one, uh, he wrote Genesis after they had escaped from Egypt.
wraps up another episode of the Gosford PC Kids Cast. Thank you so much for your question, Zach. It was great to have a challenge this week. And uh, if you guys have any questions, remember that you can send them to us either through email or if you want to record your voice and hear yourself on the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes of this episode. Uh, James, would you like to pray for us before we leave? I would not like to. I would love to. Excellent. Dear God, thank you so much that you love us and care for us in so many ways. Thank you, Father, that all who believe and trust in you can look forward to the day when you are not only going to heal our hearts and our spirits, but you're going to give us brand new bodies as well that will never break down and will never get sick, never be hurt. And we look forward to that day so much, trusting that you are good and that you are kind and that you are faithful and you will keep all of your promises to us. So until then, when we get hurt uh, or when we feel heartbroken, may you be the one that we turn to to heal us. But also when things are hard, may we always trust in you and the good future that you have for us. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, kids. We'll see you next week. See you later. Bye.